Hi, my name is Madison Jaffe, and I want to welcome all of our listeners to the first episode of Penn's newest podcast series called Positively Penn. In each episode, I will host interviews or talk about uplifting things on Penn's campus to give you all a break from the stress that Penn can bring. Make sure to like and subscribe so you can hear about new episodes and our latest guests. Today, I will be talking to a recent Penn alum named Rebecca Brown, who is the creator of the project that many of you probably know about called The Wall of Rejection. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks so much for being here today. Of course, my pleasure. So to start us off, will you explain what The Wall of Rejection is to our listeners who may not already know? Definitely. So The Wall of Rejection is a literal wall. It is a traveling like whiteboard, but it's a pretty big one. So I like to think of it as a wall. And Mm -hmm. it's on wheels. And what we did was we had people take Polaroid photos of themselves and write on note cards about their experiences with rejection. So it was supposed to really be a reflective exercise for people to take a look back at their pen experiences or beforehand or outside of pen, really whatever they wanted to do um, and write about something meaningful to them. And this was in light of the fact that at Penn, so many of us face different rejections, yet it's really a culture that mostly talks about successes and everything that's going right. And so this was supposed to be a way for everyone to kind of see that this is a really normal experience and, um, you know, no one is being rejected alone, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I think it is an amazing idea because this is, like you said, it definitely is a part of Penn's culture to be really afraid of rejection and failure. So this is just a great way to be upfront about it and to normalize it. I love it. Um, So I am wondering, what did you have to go through to make this wall happen? Did you have to go through administration or get students together? Could you just give us some background about that? Yeah, so because we wanted it to be open to everyone on campus and for really anyone to be able to participate, we obviously needed to get approvals. Um, And the first step was just kind of figuring out what we wanted the end project to look like so that we could determine who would need to approve it and where it would be um, displayed. So I think that the main concept first just needed to be approved by a few professors and administrators in order to get it then further along so that we could say, like, we're being supported by X, Y, and Z. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so starting off, the people uh, involved in the Penn Faces project were really supportive. And then from there, uh, we actually – so Lauren McCann, who started um, the Dear Penn Freshman Project – I had known her at Penn, and she suggested that I get in touch with Lee Kramer and Wharton and Adam Grant, and so they ended up being really great supporters, and we did display the wall in Wharton, which was a really big success because it took a lot to make that happen. But ultimately, because it was a student-led project, the main, uh, like the main approvals just needed to be for funding so that we could get all of the materials to create the wall. Um, And that ended up happening through the Penn Faces Project and later through Penn Wellness. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So is the wall still up or is it moving around? Because I know you said it has wheels. (laughs) So, yeah, going back to your first question about what the wall really is, the descriptions are just on the note cards um, of people's rejection experiences. And then we wanted to have Polaroid photos too so that you could put a face with the experience and to just kind of humanize it one step further. And so um, we initially had it just 
in Van Pelt, and that was like the pilot. And we ended up getting such great participation that we wanted to really engage the student body even further. So that's when we transitioned it onto the whiteboard that's on wheels. And we had it in various buildings around campus, each for like one to three weeks at a time, depending on what the building was okay with. Um, so we had it in Penn Hillel, we had it in Annenberg, we had it in Huntsman, we had it in Platt Performing Arts. We tried to get it all over campus since people so regularly go to their same buildings over and over again. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure you know that at Penn, you know, yeah. <laughs> once you end up using a major, you kind of have your own spaces. And so we wanted this to not just be a project for one type of student, but for all Penn students. As of now, I don't actually think it's being displayed anywhere, but I have been in contact with a few students who are currently at Penn who are really interested in revamping it. And I believe that there are some other mental health initiatives that don't necessarily want to create the wall, but do things that are really similar. So I think it's, um, you know, stay tuned. I think you will see it again, but I'm just not sure where and when. I know the wall of rejection was really just covered in notes and pictures, but I'm wondering if there was a note or a picture or a piece of advice that really stuck out to you or that maybe was talked about most um, amongst Penn students. So I don't think that one particular note got more attention than others, and I kind of love that about the wall because we just had mm -hmm. everything together. So it wasn't like your eye was immediately drawn to one specific note card. It was really like what made it powerful, I think, was the fact that you had yeah. so many different reflections all in one place. But one that I really love is, I don't actually remember the details of like the numbers, but this girl wrote about having so many job interviews and feeling really just um, kind of beside herself because she kept getting turned down, kept getting turned down. And then finally, she got one job offer um, after a huge process of applying to jobs senior year, and the one offer was from Google. And I just love that story because it's kind yeah. of like, um, it kind of shows that like you could be feeling so dejected and yet the people on the other side might have no idea. And so to Google, she was this great candidate and I'm sure she, I don't know her personally, but I'm sure she's a great person. And, um, you know, it just shows that even when you're not feeling super up on yourself, that doesn't mean that other people see that. Oh my gosh, that is such a pen story. <laughs> but I mean, it's so true. It's, I think, a great example of how we can freak out in the moment and think, th think things aren't going well, and then all of a sudden everything just falls into place. But I love that. Um, I know you said that the wall of rejection uh, moved around and it was in public spaces. So did you find that people were resistant to being honest and leaving notes um, when they had to do it in front of other people or because they knew that it would be displayed for everyone to see, possibly with their name and their photo? So we started off having um, almost like sessions or eh, scratch that. It wasn't sessions. It was like we would put out a, a PSA on like Facebook and we did email blasts to listservs, all the regular stuff. Um, and we would say, like, we're going to be in Houston from 4 to 6 on Wednesday. Like, please stop by the table. Um, and so there would be a constant stream of traffic since that's an area where so many people um, go. And once people would be at the table, then it did sort of take some convincing to say, like, okay, like, do you want to fill one out? Will you take a photo? In general, people were much more open to writing about their experiences than having their photo taken, which I mm -hmm. think is really interesting because it just shows that like, it's not that we're not willing to share, it's just that we really value the privacy of 
anonymity, but I think ultimately the people who did have their photo taken later said that they were really glad that they did because they were proud to have participated in the project and they liked this idea of paying it forward to other Penn students who would then see the wall and recognize mm -hmm. like, oh, I know this person, like it makes me feel good to know that they went through this. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it really boosted camaraderie on campus because it can be really exhausting if you're just simply not okay to tell people you're okay and put on, you know, pen face. So I, I think to transform failure into one normal, and in this case, it's something that is celebrated, takes this huge weight off of everyone's shoulders. And I think that if we were to learn to be better at this, like the wall encourages, we would have a lot less issues overall with campus culture, to be honest. Yeah. And going back to what I was saying about the, the girl who wrote on her card about getting rejected from all these jobs and then getting an offer at Google, when I say that it's really nice to hear that, you know, someone else might not recognize how down you're feeling. It's not that it's not necessarily, it's not that it's wrong to show people that you're not feeling great, because I think another big part of this project was being able to be vulnerable. And, you know, these aren't necessarily experiences that we're talking about frequently. So just getting the conversation rolling. But mm -hmm. I think even beyond that, what her experience showed was that you can really be resilient and that yeah. there are a lot of other people here who are willing to help you however you need in order to keep going when you feel like it's a lost cause. Yeah, totally. I 100% agree. So now will you give our listeners some advice on how to better embrace rejection and in fact just the crazy journey that is life? Well, one of my friends told me at Penn that something her mom always says that now I think about pretty regularly is when you're feeling upset about something that's just you know it's not in the long run a big deal, but it just feels like it at that moment. Ask yourself the question of, will I care about this in five years? And if the answer <laughs> is no, then it's just not worth your time. Yeah. And I think there are so many things like that, especially at Penn, where it feels like it's a really big deal. But if you say to yourself, will I care about this in five years, the answer is probably no. And yeah. so <laughs> that piece of advice was really helpful to me and kind of put things in perspective. And I think that it's very easy to get sucked into the pen bubble, but just kind of taking a step back is always something that, you know, allows you to, to reframe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, what is the biggest lesson that you took away from your time being a college student and in particular a college student at Penn? Oh, my God. Well, time in college, mm -hmm. that is, a huge question. I don't think there is one takeaway for me because I found my pen experience to be really formative. But I think just it, it really is a matter of you get what you give. And pen is a place where there's so much going on and there are so many different ways to be involved. And I think for a lot of people, it's really overwhelming because you're like, how can I be a part of a thousand things at once and still do my work? And um, there's definitely a pressure to do so. And I think in terms of your contributions to, to somewhere, like to the greater pen, what I found was that going deep in a few areas ended up being so much more rewarding than being sort of involved in like 10 different clubs. And so mm -hmm. like even this project for me, it was a lot of work. But when I look back, I'm so happy that what I made had a lasting impact and was displayed and was able to be um, 
a project that reached the whole campus. And so it's definitely worth it. And I just think that it really reinforced for me that the effort that you put into something, and if you're willing to really dedicate yourself to something, like you will feel the gains and the benefits and you can just look at your project and feel really proud of it. Yeah, I think that is awesome advice. And I just want to thank you on behalf of the whole school actually for creating this wall because it was really just a a kind thing to do and obviously you've devoted a lot of time to it and you really were doing something to move the school in the right direction so I just really appreciate it. But that's when I say you get what you give like even just hearing that for me that that makes me feel like what I spent my time on at Penn was worthwhile. And (laughs) if there's anything that I think current Penn students should really think about in terms of how they spend their time, what are you going to look back on and feel proud of and feel like, wow, I got so much from doing that and was able to really dedicate myself to it and learn from it? Because that Mm -hmm. can be in a thousand, like it doesn't have to be um, a project that you come up with yourself. That can be like being in an acapella group or doing theater or being on a sports team. Like there's so many different ways to be a really involved Penn student. And I think it's just about finding the ones that will be the most meaningful to you in the long run. Rebecca, I just want to thank you so much again for being here. All of the advice you've given has been so inspiring. I'm really inspired right now. So I'm sure all of our listeners will be too. And I think, like I said, I think that if we can come together as a student body and embrace rejection, as you talked about, and keep moving forward, we're going to see huge changes made at this school. And Penn is already amazing. Um, We have so many resources here on campus to really change the world. So if we can just collaborate and accept that it's not going to be perfect, but you know what, that's great too. Um, I think that's where we're going to see major changes uh, first within campus culture and then beyond in in the world. So thank you so much, uh, Rebecca. Talk to you later. Bye. And thank you again for all of our listeners for tuning into the first episode of Positively Pen. Make sure to check back and we will see you soon with new episodes.